Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everybody. I'm Matthew Bruni here with Shay Dixon for the Bengal Tiger podcast. And Shay, it is a commitment podcast for uh, 2025 linebacker Keelan Moses. Um University Lab, six foot one, um, four star in the current industry rankings on on three. Uh, Keelan Moses commits to LSU. What, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, it was uh, at the U High Gymnasium, and uh, the hometown crowd uh, went wild for this one. Um, Maddie B, this is a kid who, for those that don't know, U High is on LSU's campus, so he has already been going school on LSU's campus for a very long time now, and he will continue that through college. Um, this is a guy who people remember because he was he is Dylan Moses' little brother. Dylan Moses was on the cover of ESPN the magazine in middle school and had an offer from Les Miles and was committed to LSU. And ultimately, when Les got fired, he ended up at Alabama. Uh, now, fast forward to the 2025 uh, class. Uh, he's a junior, Keelan Moses is one of the top players in Louisiana. As you see on the on three industry rankings, he's a top three prospect in a really deep Louisiana class for next year, the 2025 cycle. And I really feel like he could be a cornerstone piece. He's a six, one and a half, 215 pound linebacker. Uh, he announced uh, the commitment today on his birthday, um, turning 17 years old. A number of schools had offers out double digit schools, obviously, but Texas, Florida, um, LSU uh, were some of the, the kind of final teams uh, that were still in the mix, Oregon. Um, but it was always going to be LSU. He talked uh, to On3 and the Bengal Tiger about how he it LSU fits him. He said that when people look at him, they say, hey, you're the kind of guy that's going to go to LSU. And he said, I've always felt that way as well and thinks that the relationship he has with Frank Wilson was big for him. Joe Sloan, the area recruiter, Brian Kelly, he loves. And um, his mom felt good about the decision. And uh, he wants to stay home as what is now the number four class, Maddie B, in the country uh, for next year. Um, they entered with the top five class uh, before this decision. Uh, now they have commitments from a five-star receiver in DeCorey and Moore, a four-star wide receiver in Teron Francis, uh, and two more four-stars in Louisiana, tight end J.D. LaFleur, offensive lineman Brett Bordelon. Both those guys are legacies. Both their fathers obviously played at LSU on the O-line and then at tight end. And then they've got Jalen Bell committed out of Georgia as a defensive back. But this was a um, this was a huge one. I think this really gets the ball rolling for LSU uh, as they piece together what should be a really, really good uh, 2025 class that – could, depending on how the dominoes fall, finish number one. And this is probably the first time in recent memory that they'll have a real shot at it, thanks to not just recruiting national names, but also a, a deep Louisiana recruiting class that they can tap into. Yeah, um, I, I listened to um, you and Billy on the, the recruiting podcast and then obviously went read up um, on Kalen Moses uh, beforehand. Final five of Florida, LSU, Oregon, Texas, Tennessee. 
obviously with 2025s coming in this early, you know, you expect them to continue to take visits and whatnot. But in this situation to me, and, you know, I'll throw it to you, but feels different with how much he's been at LSU and how obviously ingrained he is and what LSU is and what Louisiana is. Like this isn't the same situation as a DeCorian Moore where, you know, he'll take visits wherever else. But, I mean, he's been very strong to LSU. This is, you know, LSU from day one almost. And so what what do you see over the next year and how kind of it goes for him? I think he's going to be a leader, like I said, a cornerstone piece. He's going to be the guy that can – work all of the other commitments. When you get them to campus, he helps host people and bring them around. And being in Baton Rouge, he can always pop up to LSU when they have big visitors in. And that's noteworthy uh, because a lot of the guys nationally in the 2025 class know uh, Keelan very well. I mean, he is a top 300 prospect, a four-star, one of the more coveted guys out there uh, and has that name recognition because he's been on the seven-on-seven circuit. His brother was a big-time recruit. Uh, and he plays at a very talented U high team. So um, I think he'll be a true leader of this class. He talked to me over the summer about LSU pitching that to him of, hey, when your junior season ends or when it's winding down, and he made the announcement on his birthday on November 30th, but that they wanted him to be the guy who sort of steers the ship. And I'll give you a few of the quotes right now. He said, uh, people tell me that I meant to be there at LSU when you look at my game. It's how I play. My people say I am an LSU Tiger through and through. Uh, another quote, he said, I really love it up there. They make me feel good. They make me feel like I don't have to change. There's just an understanding because they've literally seen me grow up, obviously referencing when he was around so much when Dylan was being recruited as older brother by LSU. And he said LSU is literally family to him. And then he wrapped it up by saying, I real deal love Louisiana. I love uh, LSU and I love everybody there. Frank Wilson, obviously, uh, LSU's top recruiter, he said played a big part in this. But at the end of the day, he said, Louisiana's in my blood. LSU's in my blood. I didn't want to go anywhere else. Yeah. And this isn't a – obviously, if there was um, staff changes, whether it is with House or with other people, whatnot, uh, this year, whenever – this isn't a situation where he's, I mean, like you said, Frank Wilson was a big part. And Frank Wilson, as we know, locks down Louisiana. This is a guy who is with LSU, as long as obviously they're a powerhouse program, which they will be. Um, this isn't a situation where it's tied to one person or anything like that. No, not at all. He's committing to the school. Um, he's been, like he said, he's been in love with LSU and around it his whole life. And now it's his chance to be a part of the program, to play for LSU, to graduate from LSU. Um, his mom talked about that being a big deal and obviously him being close here in town, staying at LSU. His little brother is now at U High, so he gets to stay around and watch his little brother play on Friday nights. For Again, for people who don't know, U High, their practice field is literally on the other side of the fence of LSU's yeah. practice field. So he can be around mom, be around his brother, be around family and um, younger brother who who is at U High. Uh, and I think that was a big thing for them beyond just the infatuation or the how much he liked LSU. It was that this is hometown. LSU's on the up and up. They trust Kelly. They love Frank. Joe Sloan's been someone who's present at U High from start to finish with him. And look, start do dropping dominoes at U High because Lamar Brown, a top 10 player in the country, comes up in the class right after him, another guy who's been around campus a, a lot. So um, always nice to get guys from here in town, whether it be U High or Catholic or um, Dunham with Stingley or wherever, you know, Liberty Magnet with Caleb Jackson, wherever it might be, locking up Baton Rouge talent is always a good thing. Southern Lab, Scotlandville, getting to Zachary, all those schools. So 
Um, another local guy is on board and, and that's a big thing. And Matty B, I say this a lot too. Think about this. And right now, LSU's got 26 commitments, more than 20 of them for the current class, 2024. These guys are a year older than Keelan Moses is. They're all about to sign in December. More than 20 of the 26 commits are from Louisiana or Texas. One, those that's your fertile recruiting ground. Two, in the portal era, it's easier to keep kids around when they're in their home state, when their parents can drive in and watch every game or whatever it might be, even when they're not playing. They can drive in and support them and be at Tiger Walk and be in the stands, and you don't have to play right away. And after two or three years, you get out there and start uh, to see your impact you know, made on the football field. But so much more often, you go break down transfer numbers Guys who are entering, especially earlier in their careers, you know, later in your career, if you're not playing, you're going to go try to find playing time early in your career. It's like Corey Kiner. They signed a top 10 running back in the country in Corey Kiner, but he's out of Ohio. Well, what does he do a year in after he actually played? He transfers home to Cincinnati because he says, hey, I, I just want to kind of be back home and I, I, I want to go play there and I'll play for Cincinnati and be around my mom. And that's just at. For 17, 18, 19-year-olds, and when you've got an option like the portal to leave without any penalty, it's a lot easier to retain players on roster when they're from Louisiana, East Texas, South Mississippi, and their parents are there. They can drive home in an afternoon or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, just a quick look at the the linebacker situation moving forward. Um, as we know, obviously it took Whit Weeks and Christian Brathwaite in the 2023 class. In the 2024 class, you have what Devon Keys, Xavier Atkins, uh, Tylen Singleton. I know uh, Kalash Cobbins is more of a, like a tweener type uh, as well. So you got those guys, and then you know you start building that foundation for the 2025 class with Keelan Moses, and you know he he'll be you know freshman when what Whit Weeks is a junior, and so on and so forth. So you start building that up to where you don't have to you know take a bunch of veteran transfers and whatnot every single year it's going to be that way across the defense right it's going to be that way in corner and linebacker and probably defensive line as well where they're starting to build up enough equity to where in two years i think you hope to be in a situation where georgia was where they only take you know three four transfers a year instead of having to take 13 14. um and i think this is obviously like you said it starts with keeping Louisiana talent in in state and um, for a 2025 class of Louisiana that is this talented. I mean, it's it sets up very, very nicely for for the future. Yeah, they're knocking. I mean, they've already landed the state's best offensive lineman, highest ranked in border law. They've landed the state's highest ranked tight end in LaFleur, two legacies, as I noted earlier. Now you've let you've landed the state's top receiver in Teron Francis. And now you've got the state's top linebacker in Keelan Moses. So you are off to a very, very good start, knowing that Maddie B on December 18th, which is less than three weeks away, uh, the number one player in Louisiana, the number one running back in the country, Harlem Berry, will reveal his college choice. LSU is the team trending on the on three RPM. And then December, this, or excuse me, January the 6th, Michigan's uh, Bryce Underwood, five star quarterback. Uh, and number one overall player in the 2025 class will announce his decision. LSU also trending heavily on the on three RPM. We could see other dominoes drop by then as well, but I think that Elon Moses is now the first domino to drop across these couple of months that I think could be 
not just like make or break for a recruit an off season or a recruiting class, but if you get these guys and hold on to them, it changes the trajectory of your program in a big way. People say, you know, look, we didn't have enough talent on defense. Go get players, go get talent. That's what all these guys are. These guys are the, some of the best players in the country. So I really, really, really like this early start to 2025. Yeah. Um, kind of a sidebar, but, uh, J.D. LaFleur saw him in camp. I He's already a top 300 player in the country just in the initial 2025 rankings, but I could see him being moving up even higher. I thought he was terrific. Um, 17th ranked tight end right now, 7th ranked player in Louisiana, and I think he's a lock to be a you know, four-star uh, top 250 player by the end of it. And then Brett Bordelon also saw him in camp, seen him in camp a couple times. I think he came in um, last last or two summers ago and last summer. Um, Another guy in the top 300 I could see continuing to rise. So, yeah, it's an incredible pool of talent right here, especially if you look at just the top. I mean, a top eight alone are all going to be top 300 players, and then you get past that, and there's some guys who can creep in there. So I the 2025 class is um, one that a lot of LSU fans hold on to for hope, and they very much should because, like you said, when you invoke the name, when you, when you say, like, this has a chance to be the number one class in the country, it sounds – and it sounds crazy, but Harlem Berry, Bryce Underwood, Corian Moore, you start with those three and you work from there. This is a, it could be a special, special class. Yeah. And right now we, we expand to 32 five stars to match 32 NFL first round picks, but we expand as the recruiting process goes on as yeah. juniors with some of these guys still playing in the playoffs. All three guys you just mentioned are already five stars. So three of the 15 five stars already are, either committed to LSU or trending to LSU, which is a pretty big deal. So we'll see how they close out with this 2024 recruiting class. They've got 26 commitments, signing days mid-December. And then obviously the transfer portal's happening. We'll see players leaving LSU's team for the portal or for the NFL draft. We'll see LSU grab a handful of transfers. As you said, it's not going to be in the double digits like it's been in years past. Um, they're actually closer to the 85-man scholarship limit. So they can't do that, but also that was the hope is to put yourself in a position where you retain players, you recruit at the high school level, and then you go into the portal and grab five, six, seven guys and and be content with it. So that's the strategy these next few weeks, but um, it's going to be fun to watch. As I said, right now with Keelan Moses, mid-December with Harlem Berry, the number one running back in the country, early January with Bryce Underwood, the number one quarterback in the country. All these guys leaning towards LSU, or at least being projected to land at LSU on the on three RPM, uh, makes for some pretty entertaining offseason chatter beyond just coaching carousel and what will next year's team look like and how does this recruiting class finish? They're really putting together the future at the same time, which is, uh, hey, that's why they get paid all that money. And they have to yes. figure out how to do like seven things at once in two months span. Yep. All right. Uh, anything else before we wrap it up? Man, no, that's I just I really do think they're doing a really good job right now in 2025 and 2026, even of making early evals um, uh, in 2025 and in 2026 when we had put out our initial watch list of guys as sophomores. So even when Keelan and them were sophomores, <clears throat> we put out a top 100 uh, watch list and then expanded it to 300. And again, these guys were sophomores. They were midway through their junior seasons. And everyone from Louisiana who is ranked in the top 300 had already been offered by LSU. 
So they're not falling behind on guys. They're getting in their evals early. They're making offers early. And um, again, I think this Keelan Moses domino is one of many that's going to fall in the right direction for LSU in a class that could be pretty memorable and certainly will be a lot of fun to track. Yeah, um, definitely. And if you haven't already subscribed to the Bengal Tiger on three, um, board is just incredibly active with a ton of LSU fans and their thoughts and our thoughts. And I've never posted more on a board than I have in the past month. Right, Shay? Uh, so it's been a, a lot of fun. And uh, we'll continue to have updates, obviously, throughout um, the offseason, coaching carousel, personnel changes on on the team, transfer portal, all that stuff, recruiting. And, uh, yeah, so subscribe to the Bengal Tiger if you have not already. So, yeah, uh, thank you all for joining us for this quick uh, recap and uh, episode on Keelan Moses' commitment. We, uh, we didn't fire Billy either. He's uh, traveling right now. He's trying to go see SMU uh, win a, a conference championship. Yes, I am filling in for Billy at the moment. So, um, but yeah, best of luck to, to SMU over there playing in conference championship. No, not best of luck to SMU. You're a North Texas oh. grad. You don't want SMU to win. No, I, I don't. I want Tulane to win. Best of luck to Tulane, Green Wave. I doubt Billy will listen to this, so he'll never know that we're rooting against them. <laughs> He's definitely, uh, yeah, I don't know if he'll listen to this. He's going to be busy. I like, I mean, I know a lot of the in-state kids that went to Tulane, so I'm rooting for him. I like sure. Willie Fritz. I mean, let's go. Come on, Green, Shay, Green Wave. Shay and, I, Shay and I are rooting for Tulane. Uh, against Billy's two, uh, SMU team. So there you have it. All right, guys. Um, but yeah, thank y'all for joining us. We will talk to y'all later. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.